the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We as God's children need to understand that the laws given to Moses by God on Mount Sinai so many years ago have relevance in our lives today. Listen in today as Pastor Dreamer speaks from the subject, the Ten Commandments. He'll be teaching from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. We we thank you for being here. (laughs) He said, we here, preacher. (laughs) The devastating consequences of worshiping the God of music. Listen, number one, the media of music, lyrics, and visual images separately and especially in combination have had a profound influence on society for both good and ill from the beginning of recorded history. The media of music, the lyrics and visual images that goes with it has had a profound influence on our society. I'd like to start out by saying that first of all, and for the evil. (laughs) Uh, Secondly, most people don't realize the inherent danger of worldly music. Most people, I mean, I'm, and, and especially Christians, don't realize the inherent danger of worldly music. Satan uses music to capture hearts and minds. The word deception means to steal the heart. What better way to steal a person's heart than through love songs that idolize another person? For example, a song that says, you are my reason for living. How's a woman going to be your reason for living? How's a man going to be your reason for living? You mean to tell me they give you your breath? Huh? They gave you the job? Huh? They caused your heart to beat? They woke you up this morning? They're not your reason for living. God is your reason for living. The Lord is your reason for living. You are my reason for living. What can she do for you? How can she keep you alive if it's time for you to die? How can she get you off that operating table? Hmm. Don't go there. You are my reason for living. And then you are my everything. How's she going to be your everything? Ain't nothing like the real thing, baby. Oh, y'all remember those songs? Chain, 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 chain of food. Some of us needed to be chained back then, too. Won't y'all say amen? R-E-S. Oh, So y'all do remember, you haven't been saved all your life. (laughs) I better stop. (laughs) Thirdly, listen, certain music and music videos promote negative thought behavior. By suggesting and advocating or encouraging violence. In music, music encourages violence. There are certain types of music that it encourages and propagates vandalism 
in a lot of music today, it, 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 music can promote rape, music can promote murder, music has the ability to promote uh, drug abuse. There are certain songs that say kill yourself, suicide. Within music today, Satan uses music to promote human sacrifice, uh, the devaluation of women and degradation of women and children and human life. And folk that listen to music that has little value of life will kill you at a moment's notice and think nothing of it. Think no. There's, there's music out there that promote bestiology, sex with animal, uh, sadism, uh, in the sexual experiencing, in the sexual experience, inflicting pain for sexual gratification and masochism and music put to music. Uh, the recipient loving to receive pain in the sexual experience, even as music is being played and other types of horrendous perversions with music, with music. And God created music and look what Satan has done. When are you going to wake up? The God of music targets and exposes, uh, exposes to impressionable teens and even preteens. Indecent and negative material in modern day music that devalues life, devalues life, and devalues life. Promotes sexual immorality and barbaric behavior. Such devastating music is almost universally available to anyone regardless of age with sufficient money. And now you can even download music for free from the internet. Satan makes sin accommodating. Now, some of you say, I haven't bowed down. Let's check and see if you bow down to the God of music. You shall have no other what? Before whom? Who is me? God. Okay. Let's see if you bow down. Number one, how can you know when you bow down to the God of music? Number one, when you can't function without it. You got to have it wherever you go. Every minute of the day. You wake up with it. Go to bed with it. In your car with it. Amen. Everywhere. Every moment. Of, even if it's quality music there's sometimes you don't even shed quality music off amen now you say what you say yeah even there's some some of y'all hate quietness i believe some of y'all scared of it and you say you say how you say that because there's not enough of it in your life and you don't even want it because you're scared you're gonna hear god <laughs> and if you hear him he may ask you to do something you don't want to do like give it up. Won't y'all say amen? amen? According to a committee of the American Medical Association, the average teen listened to 10,500 hours of music between the 7th and 12th grade. 10,500 hours. Now that's a lot of music. Unfortunately, many of these average teenagers grew up in Christian homes. In a survey of some 1,000 people, a researcher, George Barner, found that Christian teens watch more MTV than non-Christian teens, 42% to 33% respectively. That's our children we're talking about. They've bowed down. Bowed down. Secondly, you know you've bowed down to the God of music when, you, when we exalt music over the scripture. You can repetitiously rehearse lyrics, beats, and rhythms, and sound, but give no priority to scripture memorization. I mean, you can shake, 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 and shake, shake, shake. Lyrics and boot bops and dop, dop, and, and rapping and all this stuff over and over. And what's the scripture memory verses? First Thessalonians 4, 
First huh? Peter five. Will you have those three scriptures memorized by the end of the month? And yet those songs go over and over. You say, I can't memorize scripture. You memorize what you don't need to be. You remember it's pretty good. You know your name and your phone number. You know your email address, but you can't learn scripture. Man, you can remember a whole lot. You, two times two is what? Huh? Four times four. Huh? Eight times eight? Oh, y'all remember pretty good. Some of y'all don't want to answer. Now, y'all learned that way back yonder. One plus one? You remember that? Now, what's Peter? What's first Peter 5, 7? By the end of the month. You can remember that. You can put it in your heart. Stop lying to folk and lying to God. I can't. You already told you. Well, you already said you're not going to do it. Hmm. When we exalt music over the scripture. Number three, when you are not satisfied until you have the latest hit. That's when you know you've been had. Everything come out. You got, oh, I got, oh, that's my song. Oh, did you hear that song? I got a girl. I got to get that CD. Older folk, you know, we had some songs too. You know a little jukebox and you put that little quarter in it? Oh, it was less than that back then. And y'all played that song. You paid to play it over and over. And sometimes you had those little records. You know those little record things you put in, you put the, the needle drop down on it. You don't have all that stuff now. That's all. Oh, you can't even play that now. And you played it over and over. And over and over. And over. And over. But if I preach the same message twice, I heard that before. Well, you heard those songs before, too. Just two minutes ago. Now, y'all ought to quit. Y'all really ought to quit. <laughs> Listen in today as Pastor Draper continues the message, The Ten Commandments. Pastor Draper will be speaking from the Old Testament book of Exodus, chapter 20, Verses 1 through 10. <laughs> you got to have the latest. You've been had. You bowed down. I tell you, how, how else you know you bowed down? Y'all, now, I'm in new information now, so y'all better be writing because I'm, <laughs> I'm going on with this. I'm going to try to finish this message this time if the Lord let me. Listen, how you know when you bow down? When you cannot enjoy listening to music at a reasonable volume. You bow down. When you can't. I mean, the doors are rattling. I can pull up at a stop sign and the car next door have my car. I've got an earthquake in my car. I say, light, please turn. Please turn. I mean, not, I mean, super loud. When you can't enjoy listening to music at a reasonable level. We must, and then listen, I'm, now here's the other side of this. Now listen, Satan is cunning. He's, oh, I love soft music, but I got some news for you. We must also be mindful that music can be soft and sensual. Because it's soft don't mean it's holy. Some folks get some strange moods with soft music. Come on here. Slow dragging on soft music. 
Is that way? Do y'all still say slow dragging? That's that old term. Maybe it's a modern. They might have a new word for it now. Back in my day, it was slow dragging. Anybody? Who knows about that slow? Come on here. And you can't show dra- slow drag on that shake your booty stuff. No. Uh uh. No, come on. Won't y'all say amen? It's got to get soft and lights out, dark, blue lights, night lights. (laughs) Some of y'all still in them black lights. There last night, here today. God bless you. At least you're coming to get right. Pray you get convicted in this place today. That's why God brought you here. Won't y'all say amen? Only truth gonna set you free. <laughs> y'all have already bowed down. Some of you have already flunked. How do you know when you bow down? Listen, when you use music as a way to eliminate the quietness around you. When you listen, when you use music as a way to eliminate quietness around you. I mean, you hate quietness so much that music eliminates it all. How can you hear from the Lord with the perpetual distraction of music? I mean, all the time. You wake up with it. It's in your bedroom. It's in your bathroom. It's in your car. It's on your desk. You go walking. It's on your Walkman in your ear. What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Now, since you bow down, how do we dethrone the God of music? That's where we want to go. I want to give you some help today. How do we dethrone the God of music? It has a stronghold on you. And how do you break the stronghold? Number one, according to God's word, we must refuse to conform ourselves to the values and philosophy of this world. According to God's word, we must refuse to what? Conform ourselves to the values and philosophy of this world. Uh, Romans 12 2. Romans 12 2 it says this and be not conformed to this world but be ye what? Transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The world's design is to squeeze you in this mold and some of y'all are in this world's mold. You know and that's why you have to screen and allow, allow yourself to be molded by the values and philosophy of this world. So you, you, you must refuse to allow this world to do that to you. Secondly, we must guard against what we allow our eyes to see or our ears to hear. We must guard against what we allow our eyes to what? See or our ears to hear. Look at Psalms 101 verse 3. We must guard against what we allow our eyes to see or our ears to hear. In Psalms 101, verse 3, it says, I will set nothing wicked before my eyes. You hear what I said? I will set nothing what? Wicked before my eyes. I hate the works of those who fall away. It shall not cling to me. It shall not cling to me. It's what you're looking at clinging to you. It's what you're listening to clinging to you so much so that you can't do without it. I was said nothing before my eyes. 
And you can go further and not allow nothing in my ears. Thirdly, how do we dethrone the God of music? We must meditate on that which is healthy, wholesome, and pure. We must meditate on that which is what? Healthy, wholesome, and pure. Philippians 4, 8. That's what we need to meditate on. Those things which are healthy, wholesome, and pure. Philippians 4, 8. It says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. We must meditate on that which is healthy, wholesome, and what? Pure. And verse uh, Philippians 4, 8 tells us what to meditate on. That's how you dethrone the God of music. How do we dethrone the God of music? Listen, we must be a discerning listener. We must be a what kind of listener? We must be a discerning listener. A discerning listener. In other words, evaluate carefully the lyrics for content. Evaluate carefully the lyrics for content. We must be a discerning even in the church. There is unacceptable music even in the church. Amen. Amen. Just because it's called Christian music doesn't mean it's acceptable. Amen. Acceptable. You watch that. As a matter of fact, many contemporary songs are now called crossover songs. They're in the church, but they cross over into the nightclub and they're big hits in the secular and sacred arena. And that's a stench to God. Same music being sung at the church is being played in the club. You, you say, why? Why is that, pastor? I'm so glad you asked that. I don't know what to do. You know why is it? Because it, it doesn't mention Christ in it. You know, they just say, I, I love you. I love you. You can do that. I love you. And you can come to church and say, I love you, inferring, referring to God. And then you can go in the world and say, I love you, referring to, yeah. And then you'll have Christ in it anywhere. You understand what I'm saying? Don't have the blood in it. Don't have the cross in it. Nothing but grace in it. You ought to throw that song away. Okay. And a lot of these songwriters today are not converted. And we'll put music in church from unconverted folk that know nothing about theology. Nothing, nothing about theology. And just because it's got a little beat to it don't mean it's right. Because it's slow don't mean it's right either. <laughs> so you got to be a discerning listener. Dethrone the God of music. How do we dethrone the God of music? Evaluate your emotional response. What is this music doing to me? How? When I listen to this, how does it make me respond? <laughs> Evaluate your emotional response. What, in other words, what is the tune's overall effect on my way of thinking? How does it make me think when I, what, what do I think about when I listen to this song or this music? What do I think about? How do I want to respond? What mood does this mood music put me in? Does it make me joyful? Does it make me ecstatic? Does this music make me depressed? Thrill is gone. 
B.B. King. Y'all never heard B.B. King? It's some of those other songs he sang too. I can't call them. Y'all help me out. What's another another B.B. King song? Now y'all don't know nothing. Huh? Lucille? Oh. Yeah. Song called Lucille. Y'all got me. <laughs> That's his guitar. Oh, all right. But you see what I'm saying? You know, some of these songs, and people be, and people be just, they be out of it. They be listening to that, that stuff. And uh, maybe the thrill is gone. But, but why you enjoy listening that the thrill is gone? What is it doing for you? Hearing the thrill is gone. I have a joy that surpasses a thrill. What mood does it put you in? Does it put you in a sexual mood? You know, some music will make you want to do something. Don't y'all look at me like that. That's why you got to watch what you hear. Some music will make you want to do something. Some folk love putting music on at certain times. And then certain music is worshipful music. It ushers you right in the presence of God. So you have to say, how does this music make me respond? Are y'all getting, am I getting through to y'all? Do y'all need this? Are a lot of y'all guilty of this? Confess. Listen. Here's the last one. How do you... How do you dethrone the God of music? Balance your thinking about music. Balance your thinking about music. It's possible for others to have a different taste in music than we do without being wrong. Just different taste. Doesn't mean they wrong all the time. Balance your thinking about music. It's possible for others to have a different taste in music than we do without being wrong. It is possible for someone to thoroughly enjoy Christian rap while you have no place for it yourself. But don't, don't down another person who enjoy Christian rap because you can't rap. Yeah. Won't y'all say amen? If you can't rap, you can't rap. One Sunday morning, now that's how I preach message, I rapped a little bit. I lost my rap since then. I had it in the second service. Maybe it's a little too early. Don't egg me on. I might get it. (laughs) Um, One likes traditional hymns. There is a fountain. I need thee every hour. Guide me, O thy great Jehovah. Aren't those some beautiful songs? And then others like may enjoy more contemporary music. And contemporary music and some of the contemporary music of the day. You know, God says sing a new song unto the Lord. You know, so we ought to be creating new songs in the spirit, Bible-based songs to honor our Lord. Um, and just because, now here's the other side to this. I'm trying to be balanced with this thing to help you out. Uh, and just because a song is secular doesn't necessarily mean it's evil. Now that's the other side to it. 
You understand? Just because all secular songs are not necessarily evil. You know, um, uh, for, for example, listening to jazz or classicals or even some operas, some operas. I used to say, so some operas are quite sensual. Uh, can, can be really enjoyable. Really be enjoyable. And you know, uh, parents, you know why your, some of your children, thank you, Lord, I didn't write this down, but Lord just gave this to me. Is that, you know why some of your children got one track mind and only want to listen to one thing? Because you don't expose them to nothing else. You don't expose them to nothing else. When the last time you took your child to a symphony? Or have you ever? I mean, when the last time you took them to a, a concert of a pianist or some oboe player? Y'all said, what's an oboe? Who the same got y'all been to an opera? To some of the arts. I mean, and no wonder they just in just this little narrow and they don't know nothing else. You don't let them know. You have to expand them. Expand their thinking. Expose them. The key is to have a discerning spirit. As I close. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. For the Father up above is looking down with love. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Oh, be careful, little ears, what you hear. Oh, be careful, little ears, what you hear. Well, the Father up above is looking down with love. Oh, be careful, little ears, what you hear. Thank you for tuning into this program for the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. Visit our website at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in tomorrow as Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today. May the Lord's blessings be upon you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.